Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. A three-run home run for Buckington. The Yankees now win it by a score of 3-2. to two. Bill Lee is now going over to a couple of the Yankees, and there they go again. Tech and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts safe. What can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Episode 45. I'm Brian Shackman. He is John Senecal. I mean, both the Red Sox, I think where we got to start is both teams at Various points have been ravaged by COVID-19, right? And right now the Red Sox are in the thick of it. And the Yankees actually played better when yeah. they had COVID. <laughs> it kind of turned their season around, yeah. actually, because some other guys, guys got in the lineup. Play. Yeah. Yep. And, and with the Red Sox, you know, even though they recovered a little bit, it, it has not been the same. And so I just, you know, the Red Sox, as of Thursday, had eight players or coaches in the protocol, I think, at least 10, maybe more in the organization. And I don't want to get political. Who are any of the name players? They got name players in, involved? Xander. Okay. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. And then the guy who was supposed to replace Xander went on the list. So the three. Boy, if you had Andrew Velasquez, you'd be set right now. Yeah, it's true. But the guy the guy who was supposed to take those spots. So they're basically third option at shortstop. Brock Holt's playing short now. <laughs> I would love Brock Holt to be on the Red Sox. Um, and he, By the way, he's a role player, got a standing O when Texas was in town uh, two weeks ago. But Fan favorite. I, I don't want to get political, but there's no way. You know, my theory is that when athletes don't say when they just say an athlete has covid and they don't say anything else you know they're not vaccinated when right. a politician s- says they have covid and they don't say whether they're vaccinated or not you know that they have gotten vaccinated but they don't want their constituents to know it so my whole thing is like there's no way that all these athletes are breakthrough cases right there's no, no way there was supposed to be some 85th percentile that was supposed to be reached by all i mean it wasn't like a hard percentile but well the red sox were one of six not to reach it exactly exactly but i believe the yankees were one that reached it right early and look what happened to them because we all i mean listen we can talk about covid forever as far as how it affects everybody but what it what it's affecting is the play on the field right and that's what we're here to talk about that's exactly what my point is and and so if they're not at 85 they could be a 40 right they could be a 30 like we don't know how few red Sox are actually vaccinated and you know when it comes to the game, it's like I wish they could just extract all this other stuff, whether it's hesitancy or politics or whatever. It's a if you if you're gonna make millions, and there are rules, I think it's different than you or me. And I don't know, I I, I don't want to ever infringe on civil liberties. I don't want to get into that conversation. But you know what? The season wasn't going well, but this whole COVID thing could have ruined the, the Red Sox season. You, I mean, you think about. What's at stake, right? I mean, granted, it's it's still a game, right? But in the in the grand scheme of things, Major League Baseball, NFL, all the big sports, it's all driven by money, right? right. So if the players aren't on the field, you're not making money. If it 
regardless, I mean, if you're putting a shell of a team on the field, some people aren't going to show up because Xander's not on the field. Like, they wouldn't show up because Judge isn't playing. Sure. Right? So, and I find it a little selfish. Yeah, to it make, is. Let you, if it's politics, if it's if you have if you have a cousin or aunt or an uncle who had real bad after effects from the second shot, then I, I'm willing to have that conversation. But if it's politics, I think you got to put politics aside to play the game. I really do. What I want to say is these teams should be they should be more stringent. All right, listen. I, I guess you know with the union you could fight the players' union all you want about the topic, but you need better checks and balances if you're if this is what's on the line right what happens if this happens in the postseason and we, we it could happen when we get there what if half the Dodgers team comes down with it right, right? Well, what well, if half the Yankees if they make it or whatever there's because COVID is going to be around in the foreseeable future for all of us right and an MLB going into the right now in the postseason it is going to be a factor well, somehow listen to this urban Bill Belichick said that COVID had nothing to do with releasing Cam Newton. We're pretty sure that if he was unvaccinated, he'd have to get tested on the Sunday before a game. And if he, if anything came up, he, he can't play. There. So how can you prepare to win a football game in the NFL with that hanging over your head? There's no doubt it had something to do with it. Urban Meyer says from the Jacksonville Jaguars, you know what? It was a factor. Then they had to walk it back. But the truth is, it has to be a factor. Heim Bloom comes out midweek and says, you know what? It's, it, it, it's super frustrating and he went further he said we are going to have to think about this stuff and you know what they have every right to say you have to do it like I just what I don't understand is that it's I think it's a different dynamic than mom and pop and I I think that if you're dealing with a multi-billion dollar business and you're paying these players this kind of money it's fair to say either do it or or you're gone exactly if you can if you can ask your child's vaccination status for contact tracing in a school with what is basically on the line there, right? Not billions of dollars, right? But it's still public health. But in MLB, like I said, you got to tighten up the ship. Ugh. You got to start setting some rules, and you got to figure it out. But that's never going to happen now. So you're just rolling the dice at this point, right? And I, and you know, and again, this is an apolitical comment. It's it's just selfish, and it, and people will say, well, this is their lives, and they have this is their rights, and this is you're talking about a game. I said, well, then don't play the game. And there's no, I have no problem if the Red Sox said you either do it or you're gone. I don't care if the Patriots do it. I don't care if the Jacksonville Jaguars do it or if the New York Yankees do it. I think it was fascinating, though, is it showed a little bit more organizational depth than I thought with the Yankees, right? I mean, it, to me, that was what I learned from the Yankees is that maybe their, their, their minors or their bench isn't so bad. Right. And the, with the Red Sox, I mean, maybe it's not so good. You know, but is it coming at the right time for the Red Sox? Can they, they can they weather the storm? They stink. I mean, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean. Let's 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 rotate into the segue, which is our second item on the agenda. If we were to have a visual here, we'd have like a PTI type thing they with stink. what's next. We had, a, we, had a, we had an after effect to yeah. put it in the video. Yeah. we'd have Pepe Le Pew come across Something. the screen. Just stay, number two, uh, which <laughs> is, which is. Uh, we're less than thirty games left. Right. Uh, the Sox got like twenty-seven left. Twenty. Well, as of Thursday, yeah. and then and then you have. You know the Yankees. I, I again last week when we had Matt Saroy's on, he thought the Yankees still had a chance to to catch. Well, they were four back, right? right. And at they have point. that series with them, and so like it's certainly possible. At I that still, point, they were four back. Now they're 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 a little bit further. Than I that. still feel like they could catch them, but I don't think they're going to. So, well, the thing is, is everybody's waiting for the shoe to drop still in Tampa and for them to stop playing good, right? Right. No one talked about them because the Yankees were playing so good. They are the best team in baseball. They have been the whole season, regardless of what anyone wants to say about San Francisco. Or the Dodgers. I mean, the Dodgers are stacked, but when you look at Tampa Bay and their forty-three million dollar payroll, it's incredible. They are the best team in baseball, pound for pound. They are the best. I don't think they're built necessarily to win the whole thing, 
but there's no doubt. But it, listen, who haven't they played that is better than them? The Dodgers, right? They lost to them last year in the World Series. Right. That's it, really. So when I mean, you th- I think they haven't played the Giants, I guess too, right? But it, you know, the Giants have had their own struggles, and now they've been caught by the Dodgers. And and we'll talk about actually, we're going to talk our number three today is going to be a little bit about what non-Yankee Red Sox team do we love and do we sort of root for it. I have a very specific one I want to talk about, but. I feel like we're just setting ourselves up for a one-game playoff between the Red Sox and the Yankees, and the truth is, I don't think either team is a World Series team. So I, I want to make the playoffs. I got so, the so I, our the, World Series is Cole against against Sale. Sale. Yeah, and you know what? It'll be a fun game. Yeah, and, it will be and, a great game. Yeah, but I think that's it. Baseball, baseball. That might be the mo- the best game of the playoffs. Playoffs. It, it, playoffs. But like seriously though, that if that's if that's what we're gonna hang our season on. Right, both both teams, and it just a, it comes down to those two. What if it's a like a one nothing game? That's a pretty. I don't know. Would you pay a hundred? Would you pay a hundred and fifty each to go to that? No, no. I'd sit at home and watch it on TV. Because I got my my season ticket email oh, about to hawk a ticket. Uh, no, well, no, well, I mean, if they play the Red Sox in that wild card to be in New York, the way things oh, stand today, so, and so it might it might this might be an open invitation, is what you're saying? No, no, no. no. <laughs> I got the email from the Red Sox about buying postseason tickets, and oh. I was like. And it reminds me of of Game Four of the O four ALCS when I've talked about this many times. About didn't how go. my wife couldn't get anybody to go with her, right? And nobody wanted to go because they didn't want to waste their money. But that's what it feels like. It but feels, this, but this, I mean, yeah, there, it was do or die for the Sox then, but then it's do or die for both teams. On this well, one. I just don't think either team is going to win the World Series. So, like, do I want to spend three hundred dollars to go see a team that's not going to win it? And someone would say, "You're an idiot. If you're a real fan, of course you're going to go." But like, it's not going to Kansas City. It's literally playoff tickets will be like hundred and twenty-five bucks a seat to yeah. sit in the bleachers. Kansas I mean, City, like, you roll up for twelve bucks. I'd rather. I and as a parent, you know, you do this too. Like two. 150 bucks. I could go to a sweet hotel with my wife, or I could get that's one airline oh, ticket yeah. to California. That's one call to a plumber. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> that's a that's that's a phone conversation and a maybe with a plumber. But are you with me with less than 30 games? Right, so basically, let's, let's, the Yankees are what they are. They're the first wild card team, and they're not going to win the World Series. So the Yankees and Sox, they got three more against each other. Yep. Right. So. But they let's they battle it out there, right? So let's yep. look at the let's look at the Yankees the, are gonna Yankees got six them. against Baltimore going boom out. That's four a guaranteed Toronto. Four. By the way, guaranteed four. They're at least four and two in those six. All right, six against Baltimore, four against Toronto, three against the lonely Mets that can't figure out what to do. One makeup against Minnesota, which I'm going to. Three against Cleveland, which they should wrap around. Three against Texas, who they should wrap around. Then the three against Boston, three against Toronto, and then finish against Tampa. All right, now those last nine games of the season, we've talked and talked and talked about that for the Yankees. It's going to be tough, right? right? But you got Cleveland, and the Yankees have 17 home games, 12 away, and three of them being at the Mets. So let's say 20 home games going out. Right. Well, the problem with the Red Sox is, I mean, they have to play Tampa again, Seattle right. on the Cleveland, road, Chicago. No, but listen, Chicago on the road, Seattle on the road. Mm-hmm. And then you have you end the you end the is season. That West Coast swing going to hurt them or what? Well, I mean, it certainly could. I mean, I think Seattle is a tough out, especially at home. And Chicago is good. You can recover against Baltimore on that West Coast well, hangover. The, the problem though is then you, you have Baltimore and Washington, which easily could be mailing it in to end the season, but all on the road. I mean, the, the Red Sox end with six on the road. Right. Um, so I, I I don't know. I, I mean, I think that we are where we are. But I, I wanted to know if you agree with the logic that. That's what the the Yankees are a first wild card team, and even if they get past the Red Sox, I mean they're gonna play the Rays in the first round. The, the Yankees, 
I think the Yankees can go deeper than the, than than that. You think they can beat the Rays? I think they can, but they got to play the right lineup, right? I feel I I'm just it's tired. what is your give me your nine then, just real quick. All right, DJ leads off, Rizzo second, okay, uh, Judge third, uh, Stanton fourth, Gallo with all his strikeouts, but his walks is in there. Voit is playing as DH. DH, he's got to be. He's got to be in the lineup, dude. Voit has to be in the lineup. Okay, so Stanton's uh, in left. Stanton's in left. Um, I, I I hate to say it, but Gio is out. He's got to be out. There's something wrong with him. He's got issues. He's just been battered around too much. you got to hang your hat off of him. And okay. You either go with Rugnig Odor or, um, I mean, I guess Odor, right? I don't know. I mean, I don't know the team well enough, but, I mean, I and, think that's a black and hole. Then you go, and then you go with, uh, I guess, Bronx kid. Obviously, if Torres doesn't come back. But, like I said, Torres is going to be the big question mark. Apparently, he should he'll, be back this week. Yeah, he'll be. Um, I think he'll be the back. The roster is going to be at 28 for both teams. So, yeah. there is room for people to stay on the roster. But when we talk rosters, we talk postseason, right? Um, Voight has to be in the lineup for the Yankees. It's it's plain and simple. I mean, that's just how it works. Like when so, they, that when team, you think lineup, that team has constituted... Can Listen, be. Garrett what do you? What about Kluber? See, to me, I I texted you earlier in the day before we taped. I think if Kluber could get back to what he was in in a, in in a month, he sure looked like it when he first started out. But again, like you know, Major League Baseball, the fourth and fifth inning, the second time through that lineup is is uh, you know third and fourth inning is 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 tough. Say he got back to what he was at the beginning of the season. Is he number two? No, Tyon's number okay. two. So Tyon's you know you want to rely on him. Yep. Yep, you gotta go Tyon or Montgomery number two, but I would say Tyon just. I think by the Montgomery way smells of like a a relief guy in the in the playoffs. He's just not gonna be the ghost of Andy Pettit. I don't you know. You gotta have a lefty. You had you got to. I know. It's just, and it's not nothing. gonna be Andrew Haney. That's no, for sure. No. I can't All right, they so, brought him against an Otani. I mean, what in the world were they thinking? I don't know. Awful. <laughs> don't you want know. to talk about stinking it up, dude? He did good against the Red Sox a little while back, so I can't really Another argue thing with you it. You said was stinking it up, right? Yeah. Two right. stinking it ups. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is, of course, fan base a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I, I want to spend a couple of minutes because, you know, I love social media for the different people who are committing their lives to baseball. Even some of the barstool guys are annoying. I thought uh, it was for all the comments. What's that? I thought it was all the comments on your your uh, fan page. <laughs> No, no. I mean, I don't have the, the quite the same audience, but I do like, you know, all the different highlights that can get posted so easily by these folks. I mean, it's just really cool when they turn around stuff so quickly because I my you know my life is as a radio host and I can't dedicate twenty four hours a day to baseball. But like the people who do, I think with the people who are younger, who are tech savvy, you see a lot of stuff. And right now, so when you started out in television, right, mm-hmm. like twenty something years ago. Did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you would be able to get content on the air that fast? No. no I remember way. people talking about it in like 08 and 09 and 06. See, and, I, I, and I was still like, that's like, it was just such a, for people that worked in television, it was such a crazy idea because right. you had so many freaking hoops you had to jump through to get something on the air. Correct. Right? For To, to think that you could take your phone and the, the whole wiping your job aside thing, just to think that you could take that technology and stick it in your hand. Right. Right? It just blew my mind. And it's not just that. You can post it with graphics. Yeah. You know, like you can't- it's like, like a production. If, yeah. You, like we we were, uh, we had all these tutorials toward the end of when I left television about how you can attach graphical elements and edit material right on your iPhone. And whereas I remember Kevin Nathan from NBC uh, Connecticut, you know, with the old linear machine, like- 
punch in the key yeah. to go frame by frame. You know, like he was a classic with that. And but my point is, is that it's made me really enjoy the whole league better, right? Because I get more exposure to teams I wouldn't necessarily see. So the question I sort of wanted to put out there, and and, and listeners, I, I put it to you as well. Take your favorite team, whether it's the Red Sox or the Yankees, put them aside, and if who is your one A in terms of wanting to win the World Series this year? And and sort of why and not and not the Baltimore Orioles like the obvious no no, no a team that, that's in it a team in that's it. in the mix that's no no it. it's a realistic question right what is it for you for me I'm gonna go all right listen not, s- sentimental I want to say San Diego right because of Bobby they're in trouble though yeah they're in trouble right and the, and I'm gonna so I'm gonna I'm not gonna go with this team because but no of you that. can't but you can't no I mean, no I'm gonna go with the Cincinnati Reds. Right? I don't think they have the pitching, but damn, they got some hitting on that team, and they got our boy Joey Votto. I'm a big fan of Joey Votto. I know, everyone loves him. You know, he just, you know what, Brian? I love the way he goes about his business. He's a gamer. You know what he is? <laughs> he's not, it's funny using your sports cliche, but he's not like, he was sort of the early stage of the b- bat flip culture. But in some ways, he does it in an old school way. Right. Like he doesn't annoy me the way some of the young kids do it, because like he sort of backs it up. He does some old schooly things. He just he he just wants to enjoy it when it goes well. Yep, Whereas it. it's not so much to like necessarily shove it down somebody's throat. Although when he started his brashness, I think people were bothered by it. Right. But now you see what the new guys do, and you're like, Votto's like Tame. Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I I do. Well, you know, the Castellanos the, is great. Yeah, they're, and he's they'll fun have, too. They'll have the probably the, the rookie of the year in the NL, Jonathan India. So I mean, the the, the it's going to be the Padres or the Reds for that second wild card. I think it's pretty safe to assume it's going to be one of those two teams. And so I I think I love who you say because I think it speaks to what my point is is that I I want a non major market team. Like forget about the whole money ball thing. Like I, I'm sort of done with like you know rooting Cincinnati for the Rays like or what? the A's for that reason. 1990 was the last time they won the World Series. I think the Who? Reds. The Reds. Oh, I don't even know. Back in the the Lou Pinella days with uh, Dibble and yeah, yeah. I mean those and that was Chris a fun Sabo. team. What a great! They were fun. Yeah, the it was Eric boys. Davis. Eric Davis Eric still on Davis. that team. Well, that was the year that they 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 whooped the the uh, Oakland, the Bash Brothers. They thought that they were going to be the. The real deal the next year. Yeah, those uh, early steroid days. Um, For me... They were out of their cycle, apparently. For me, I'm going to stick... It's funny you mentioned that. I'm going to stick in the NL Central because I started paying attention to the Brewers. I mean, Jackie Bradley Jr. went there. Did you see the ball he threw out of this... out From home play up into the, like, the batter's eye? Over the batter's eye. Yeah, he used to throw it over the monster from home play. That's crazy. And now, like, the, like, if you go to Fenway, right, you could look at that and be like, that's a huge feat, right? For us, that's a huge feat. But a Major League Baseball player, I think a lot of them could probably do well, that. Well, it's only 315. Right. But it's He like, threw what? it from behind home plate, dead yeah. center field. He is, to me— that, He had to have thrown that ball 440 feet. Right, but he's batting 125. I don't care, man. <laughs> He so can make YouTube videos. He's a platoon guy, but he signed for ten to twelve million. Good for him. He's you know he'll probably be able to get a job next year. But my point is that it got me paying attention to the Brewers, and the Brewers. Milwaukee's a great city. They don't have a hockey team. They obviously just won the NBA title. Uh, they don't have a football team, although you can count Green Bay because it's not that far. And I just would love a team like Milwaukee to stick it in the face of the Dodgers, to stick it in the face. Of a big market team. 21 out of 30 teams in payroll. 70.7 million. What, Milwaukee? Milwaukee. Rays are 27th. What about Cincy? Uh, you have them? No, I didn't look at Cincy. Uh, well, I mean, you know, it's funny because I'll look it up really quick. They're, they're, you know, as of Thursday, they're 30 games over 
500, and they're just Cincinnati they're, is 16th at 119. Yeah, I mean, I I would love Milwaukee or Cincinnati in the World Series, but I don't want it against Tampa. Dude, so, <laughs> so so Milwaukee, Craig Council's their 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 manager, and he scored the winning run against the Yankees in the 2001 World Series wow. with Luis Gonzalez. But listen listen to their coaching staff, right? Craig Council, bench coaches Pat Murphy. Hitting coaches Andy Haynes. You know, everybody knows who Andy Haynes is. Yeah. He had so many batting titles over the years. Right, sure. Um, He's a household his name. assistant hitting coach Jacob Cruz because he was he was he raked too. Oh, everybody yeah. knows Jacob Cruz. Uh, their pitching coach, five-time Cy Young Award winner, Chris Hook, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Quentin I mean, Berry is their first base coach. But that's your first the name, Quentin Berry, who had a cup of coffee with like the 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 Tigers, maybe? I don't know. I feel like I Jason think... Lane, third base coach. I Steve Carsey. Right, he was a big prospect with the Blue Jays. Yeah, I, I believe. remember Carse. Yeah. Well, here your point is like they're they're a bunch of no names, and you know what? I, if there's Sometimes any time, that's good. Yeah, I mean, I think that the Dodgers, the Dodgers are built for 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 championships. But I just there's something about the Brewers, and I know that national TV guys are like whatever. I don't care. Like that's a team, and even if I would use your Cincinnati too, if Cincinnati end up somehow by the grace of the man above made it to the World Series, I, I would 100 percent root for them. And I even would have a little slice of me would be okay with it if it were against the Red Sox, if they did win. But the truth is, the Red Sox aren't going to be there. Hey, listen, we only have a couple of minutes here. It's John Senecal, Brian Shackman, fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. Uh, quick, we want to end up with Nugget of the Week. We don't have a sponsor or a great name for it. But you got Hall of Fame coming up next week. Yeah, yeah. So Jeter's going to the Hall of Fame with Larry Walker um, and what his name was catcher. I forget. Timmons? Simmons? Ted Simmons, yeah, and then uh, so I got or me Jeter th- and like who cares? Yeah, That's Jeter and who cares? It so it's supposed to be last year, but COVID obviously. So it got me thinking. All right, so D- Jeter with the big uproar was he wasn't a hundred percent on the vote. So one, he was ninety nine point seven percent. One person. Who was it? Mariano was. Mariano was the only one. Right. That's been. I don't 100%. think any of these. I mean, it's one of those things where the one the one voter who didn't do it for Jeter was symbolic. We all know he belongs in the Hall of Fame, but right. some writers don't believe it should be first ballot unanimous or whatever. Because the truth is, like, if if Mariano is unanimous and Jeter is, there's probably forty others that should oh, be absolutely. too. Absolutely. So. To me, it's like the great inflation in school, right? Like, like today's B plus is you know our generation's C plus or whatever. Right. So, I mean, I don't. I think the guy who did it, it's kind of fifty is a new thirty. It's kind of lame to do it, right? But I also, I he'll I never show his face or the, her face, their face. So, I mean, should we just so we should we start just voting on him the way it should be? Then maybe there like if be you some think the guy should be in the out. in the Hall of Fame, you should vote yes. Yeah. Instead of putting all your personal, I mean, who did he piss off? Who did Jeter piss off that didn't vote for him? Well, he pissed me off because he never gave the media. Maybe it was anything. you. No, I'm not you a secretly Hall of Fame voter, have it. All right, so let's be. get back. Let's get back to the Hall of Fame. So you said there could be 40, right? That deserve unanimous. So totally. let's just I'll do I'll do part of the top ten. So the highest percentages ever highest is that we did. Okay. Top ten, right? Mo is 100. Jeter 99.7. Griffey 99.3. Seaver 98.8. Ryan 98.8. Ripken 98.5. Ty Cobb, who everybody supposedly hated, players in ge- right included ninety eight two, George Brett ninety eight two, Hank Aaron, Hank Aaron ninety seven eight, Tony Gwynn ninety seven six. So out of that whole list, because Cobb was you know Wagner was I don't know the Hall of Fame was so traditional back then you know and Ty Cobb pe- people hated him the f- you know I can understand people not voting for Brett right away, I can understand. 
you know, I, how do you how do you explain Ripken? You can't. That was my point. Like you nineteen can't. consecutive All Star games. Now, granted, I remember watching Ripken play when he was at the end and being like, "All right, charity vote. Jeter should be playing shortstop. A sure, should be playing." Sure, absolutely. But he did bring baseball back. Brought this broke Lou Gehrig's streak. Listen, I was like in college or whatever. Who give a crap about baseball? When they were doing that that streak, we all tuned in. Yeah, he he I, would be a no brainer. But like the the others, like and Griffey, Nolan Ryan. Sure, sure. But I mean, like, he never really won anything. No, that was his problem. Right, so, like, I could understand somebody who held out for that. Same with Griffey. Like, Griffey is an absolute no-brainer Hall of Fame, but if some jerk-off decided, you know what, he never won a championship, I wasn't going to, like, scream to high heavens. But the thing is, I was surprised at how quickly you actually got to people that I was like, okay, you don't have to vote for him. Like, to me, like, Ripken is crazy. He should be unanimous. But like, How how do you explain Hank Aaron? Is it a racial thing? Sure, absolutely racist, yes. Yep. And George Brett, you mentioned. So, little Red Sox-Yankees tie-in for the Nugget of the Week. So, George Brett at 98.2. Him and Ted Williams are the only players since 1940 to bat over 390 in a season. Wow. Rod Carew didn't do it? Nope. Yeah, people hated Ted Williams. Of course. Um, but that's fascinating to me because it surprises me that there are more people in that top 10 or whatever who I was like, okay, well, I could see how somebody didn't vote for him. And now Hank Aaron at 97.8 had 15 30 home run seasons, and he's tied with, who do you think? He's a Yankee. For In terms of percentage? No, for 15 30 home run seasons. Oh, is that A-Rod? Yep. Jeez. So there you go. I mean, another a person that will never get into the Hall of Fame. If anyone's going to pull it off, it'll be that schmuck. <laughs> oh, he's had a tough run. His back has done terrible. He, he lost J Lo. I sucks. mean, he's on a. You were loving him that, that summer. You were into him. Well, no, I'm you were not into, into him. You thought I'm his back was going to go to the moon, well, and he was. I, I, you were like everything he touches turns to gold. Spec. Now he's a schmuck. He's always been a schmuck. Yeah, but you were into him. I was into, you were into him. him. I was, uh, well, he was something to talk about because there was nothing going no, on. No, you were liking him. You oh, skewed, my God. You thought he I'm going to go back and pull the episodes, and we're going to talk about I, We should, because you were totally oh, kissing his this, ass. I, I, I said I was going to mention this on my on the last episode, and this is before we go. All right? What, what's in your closet, right? I said that I sent you a thing. I yeah, thir- that was 30, awesome. 34 shirts, right? right? 34 different Yankee shirts. I found 10 more folded on the top shelf that I was going to take out of uh, I think Soroy's had like three dozen too. So I have was like forty week. something shirts and t-shirts, and then another like ten or twelve jackets or something. I don't so. know if that's impressive or pathetic. I'm not sure. Yeah, but I'm glad it's we have something. The, I'm glad we have the plexiglass. You pointing at me? The little a rod got a little sensey bone there. Uh, episode forty five. This is fan base a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. John Senecal, who is the brains and the man who started this whole podcast and I'm Brian Shackman. You can watch us on YouTube if you want to, if you don't like just listen to things. You're right, because you're handsome. You wanna... Look, you take a shower, you brush your hair. Yes, I did. And I'm not wearing Yankee stuff today either, so I know. Well, mark that. you got box. other stuff to do. We'll see you next week for episode 46. Go watch a ball game. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.